happy Sunday, everyone. Welcome to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends and my dear co-host, Ms. Kimberly Pitts. How are you, Kim? I'm doing great. It's good. It's good. December 21st, we're only, what, four days away from Christmas. Does it feel like Christmas to you? For some um, reason, I'm not, no, not really. Not really. I know. I know you just did it. You, you moved all week, so I know you're probably, yes. you're probably beat. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I still have yet to go to the stores. Probably would not go to the stores. If I do anything, I'm sure there'll probably be gift cards or something like that, but I haven't even been out shopping. For some reason, I'm just not in the Christmas mood. I'm a humbug, I guess. It's uh, kind of weird for me because earlier, you know, in the um, in the month, you know, yeah. I really felt the holiday spirit, but now that it's approaching, um, no, not really, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. You know what I think the reason is for me, and I've been on this kick, I think my, my biological clock, because I think guys have that too, and mm-hmm. I am, I have been, I've been wanting a child for so long, oh, and I, you know, it is so crazy, don't laugh at me right, what I did was I Googled a picture of a, I Googled, I think I put the term in, um, Pretty Black Babies or something. But on yeah. my screensaver, on my new iPhone 6 Plus, I have the screen, uh, screensaver of um, this cute little baby. And that's a, that's on my wish list for 2015. So um, oh. that's going to remind me. Yeah, don't laugh at me. No, but, um, it's not funny. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, I do. So I think once I welcome that child into my life, hopefully next year um, Christmas will really give meaning to what really family is. It will be my family. Yeah, but anyway, right. we have a great show. We have a great show. Um, four days from Christmas. I know a lot of people have already gotten their Christmas shopping out of the way. Um, so our guests today, they're going to actually give us some good, useful information um, to help tie those last-minute strings together. I know a guest that I'm going to be speaking to, uh, Miss Jacqueline Whitmore. She is a leading etiquette expert, and she's going to be talking to us about some of those things that you need to know when going to your holiday parties. Also, who to tip, um, those people that you deal with all year long, your hairstylist, your your paper boy, um, your, your kids' teachers. What do you do in those situations when it comes to whether you give them a gift or whether you give them a tip? Um, so she's going to be here. Tell us about the guest that you have. Okay, so the uh, guest that I will be interviewing um, first, because, of course, we'll be interviewing the last guest uh, together. But the first yeah. guest will be Miss Jalil Lindsay Lowe, and she yeah. is like a superwoman. So she owns yes, she Custom is. Eats. Yes, she owns Custom Eats. She's a personal trainer. She's a chef, just a fitness guru. Uh, that and then body of hers. Oh, my God. Awesome, right? Yes. <laughs> She's awesome. <laughs> And then, um, and then last together, of course, we will be interviewing uh, Miss Deidre Blunt and Deborah Brampson. They are the owners of Now You're Cooking. So yes. you're going to get a little bit of like you know healthy holiday meals from Miss Jalil, and then from Deidre and Deborah, you're going to get the you know the I guess the um, the calorie rich yeah you know, holiday my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> holiday <My> meals. <laughs> But I have not been to the gym. I think last week I told you I hadn't been. I hadn't been back yet. So um, I'm trying to get things together for 2015, but I have not been back to the gym. So I think I'm just going to eat through the holidays and work it off starting on the 1st. That's what, that's yes. cool. that's what I'm going to do. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break right now. When we come back, Kim's going to be here in the studio with Jaleel. So you're listening to Let's Face It on the Survival Radio Network. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn, and that's the beautiful Kimberly Pitts. We'll be right back. Cake Cafe Atlanta, where desserts are created and you taste love. Looking to fill your sweet tooth? Do you have a special event or occasion you're planning? Give Cake Cafe Atlanta a call. Located at 368 Candler Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. Open Monday to Saturday, 10 to 7 p.m. 
you can get the best in pies, cakes, cobblers, coffee, brownies, specialty popcorn, and more. Visit their website at www.cakecafeatlanta.com or give them a call at 404-284-0106. That's 404-284-0106. Call Cake Cafe Atlanta today. Do you want to take your business to the next level? Ultimate Business Solutions provides the support you need to increase your customer base and sell more products and services online. Specializing in graphic arts, web development, and internet marketing, Ultimate Business Solutions creates the face of your business. If you're looking for a custom logo, dynamic website, or popping marketing material, call Ultimate Business Solutions today at 404-704-2197 or visit www.ultimatebizsolutions.com. Ultimate Business Solutions. Let us. Are you a recent graduate, a displaced professional, or a subject matter expert looking for an opportunity? Or maybe you're seeking to advance your career in information technology and cybersecurity. If so, then Lanier Data Assurance Solutions, Inc. is the company for you. Lanier is a professional services consulting firm located in Washington, D.C., Largo, Maryland, and Jacksonville, Florida. We are comprised of highly experienced, certified security professionals, as well as subject matter experts in the science of information security and privacy. Lanier has established a solid reputation for excellence by providing superior services to every client. This credible firm brings a wealth and expertise to the profession. If you are interested in knowledge work, excellent compensation, contract and travel options, contact Lanier Data Assurance Solutions today. Like us on Facebook to get real-time opportunity announcements at facebook.com forward slash Lanier, which is L-E-N-E-E-R, or call 301-476-1844. You can also email us at info at Lanier.net. Welcome back to Let's Face It. I am Kimberly Pitts. And with us today, we have the fabulous Miss Jalil Lindsay Lowe. How are you, Jalil? Hello, Jalil. Hello. Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so how how was your day today? Everything going well? Yeah, everything's well. I just got back from town. I was out of town. I was in Pennsylvania um, at a fitness camp. So that was mm. a lot of fun. Hmm. Okay, so um, let, let's get right into it, you know, because we don't um, have much time tonight. Um, I'm just going to ask you a few questions. Okay, so the first question, and basically I guess I'll just um, ask you questions just from, like, you know, my um, point of view. So I'll be saying I a lot, even though the information is also for our listeners as, as well. So what are some tips that you can give that will help myself and the listeners make better choices this holiday season? Um, well, the first one, and it's number one, and you'll hear me say it a whole lot, um, is always have a strategy wherever you go. And you can really use this as a as a staple, um, like staple advice. Um, like if you're going to a holiday party or um, you're celebrating somewhere other than home, always begin the day with breakfast. I can't stress that enough. High protein mm-hmm. and fiber. Um, eat on a regular schedule all day even before you arrive at the venue, don't save up your calories or go anywhere hungry. You're setting yourself up to overeat. That's like the number one thing. People are like, I'm going to save up all my calories, but Mm -hmm. don't do that because you'll overeat. Um, And you can also offer to bring a healthy dish or even better carry your food with you. That way you'll always have a healthy option on hand and you're not a slave to whatever is being served. Oh yeah, that's that's a good thought. I I've never like you know thought about that, but that's a that, that's a good thought. Now, as far as like I guess like you know eating and then like timing yourself, is there like a um, particular time that you would recommend to eat breakfast 
lunch and dinner? Um, well, for me, the biggest thing is um, I just recommend that everybody start their meals 30 to 60 minutes after they wake up. So, I mean, because you've been asleep for, you know, most of us sleep for, in a, in a perfect world, we want to say eight hours, but even if you've slept for six, you know, a body and you need to really start, you know, give your metabolism something to do. So as soon as you wake up, you want to, you know, get something in your body so that you can wake that metabolism up. So, um, and then I would say, you know, let your body, you know, tell you when you're hungry. Some people, mm-hmm. if you're not on a consistent eating schedule where, you know, you might eat twice a day if you remember to, you're not going to feel hungry. Um, so you will not, um, you know, feed your body when it, when you're supposed to. But when you start to feed your body on a regular schedule, like, you know, every three hours is good, you know, don't go into the four or five hour zone if you can't help okay. it. Um, it's not going to kill you, but you just want to get your body on some consistent schedule. Then you'll start to feel hunger. You know, if you eat every three hours, you know, at about two and a half, your mm-hmm. body's going to be like, hey, your stomach's going to start grumbling and, you know, to let you know, put some food in me. So I w- that's my suggestion. Okay. And so then that would put us about having like around five to six, like smaller meals, by by the end of the day, like, you know, when you eat every three hours, is that about right? That's about right. But, I mean, you know, don't get so hung up on the number of meals. Um, mm-hmm. It's really not going to help you lose weight. Um, that's just something that, you know, they came up with for people who, you know, suffer for, from, you know, diabetes because, you know, want to keep their uh, blood sugar stable and they want to have constant calories in the system, but it doesn't speed up your metabolism. It, it doesn't help you lose weight. Um, but it, you know, but it's better to kind of break your meals up, um, you know, for energy, just st- a steady flow of energy all day long. Cause if you don't, um, you know, you might notice about two o'clock, you're ready to take a nap cause you don't have any food in you. You can't right. think your brain, you know, is, 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 is really fueled by carbohydrates. So, um, and those come out of your system really fast. So if you're not constantly eating, you know, you have a problem remembering things. You you could become moody. Um, yeah. So it's just good to eat throughout the day, point blank. That's where that's really the most important thing. Okay. And so um, how, like, what what would you recommend for us to, like, I guess, like, prepare healthier holiday meals so that we can sort of, uh, you know, help prevent the holiday weight gain? Um, well, you know, it's it's that time of year where it's estimated that Americans generally gain like seven to ten pounds in this in this like little three month time frame. Um mm-hmm. but I go back to rule number one. Always start your day with breakfast. That's that's first and foremost. Um try to stick to a consistent workout schedule, even if it's modified, you know, try not to completely stop all physical activity. I know people don't like to hear that, but um, it's, it's actually necessary, um, mm-hmm. even if it's modified, but it, it, but do something. Um, be careful with the liquid calories because the, this time of year, um, you know, we tend to consume more high-calorie beverages. Like there's cider, you have yes. eggnog, you have hot mm-hmm. chocolate, and then, of course, there's alcohol because it's that time of yes. year. Um, and a single drink can contain as much or more fat and calories than a, than a meal. So you, you really want to, you know, kind of tone that back. Um, you can try modifying recipes to make them lighter or low fat, you know, added fiber and protein. Um, these things will make you, you know, stay fuller longer. And fiber um, is so great because it also slows down the absorption of sugar. So if you consume, you know, a few little treats or whatever, it, it'll help. And um, you can eat slower because a lot of times we the competition and how fast mm-hmm. we eat our food. So mm-hmm. um, slow it down <laughs> yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, and um, you know, drink a glass of water before you sit down and eat. And, it, and if you can, um, we should be doing this every every diet. But you know, get plenty of rest, and and that will help. And that's just a general, you know, that's very very general things that you can do that help prevent um, not only holiday weight gain but just weight gain in general. Okay, and then how can we, um, I guess, um, create ways where we can lighten up? the calories that, you know, normally are associated with eating a heavy holiday meal? Um, Well, one of the things you can do is uh, you can remove the skin from your turkey before you eat it. Um, You can baste it with 
broth or sherry or white wine instead of butter. Um, you can make your own cranberry sauce or, you know, buy the uh, whole berry reduced uh, reduce sugar cranberry sauce. Make sure it's the whole berry. Um, use whole grain bread for your stuffing instead of cornbread or white bread. I actually um, I used Ezekiel bread with smoked turkey for my Thanksgiving dressing, and it was really good. The family loved it. So you can do that. You can dice and roast your sweet potatoes in the oven with cinnamon mm-hmm. and, and drizzle them with um, honey after instead of, you know, candy yams. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, try using coconut oil to cook with instead of butter. Um, it's great for baking, and it makes an excellent butter substitute. It's it's really the texture and um, the the density is the exact, almost identical to butter. And then you could also swap out um, whole milk for evaporated skim milk um, in recipes calling for milk or cream. So that's, that's those are things you can lighten up recipes. Okay. Now the bread that you mentioned, um, what's the difference, I guess, between the bread? What is the name of it again? It's Ezekiel bread. Okay. And, and so what's the difference between that and then like, I guess like eating like, um, whole wheat or eating, like, I guess, like, white bread? Uh, well, Ezekiel bread is, mm-hmm. one, it's not made with any processed flour. So it's made from mm-hmm. sprouted grains. Um, mm. That's that's number one. And um, anytime you consume the whole sprouted grain, like, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's considered a living food. And so um, when you sprout grains, you actually, um, you, you activate, uh, certain nutrients in them that help uh, absorb vitamins and minerals better. Um, mm-hmm. And you actually prevent it from, um, there's a toxicity that happens when you don't, uh, that's in the inside the germ. So it, without getting too technical, uh, pretty right. much it's a living food and um, it's much better for you. It's not processed. And so your body can readily absorb all the nutrients a lot better. And it has a like, it has, you know, more protein. So that's going to keep you, fuller, longer, and uh, in addition to the, the fiber content. Okay, and then, then that particular bread, is that like at any grocery store, or do you have to go to like a Whole food store? No, um, actually now they they sell that. You can find that bread pretty easily. They I haven't seen it in Walmart. I know that's everybody's go-to spot, but mm-hmm. um, if you go to like um, in this area, like a Farm Fresh or a Food Lion or a Kroger, it's going to be in your um, – frozen section and Trader Joe's they sell it as well and um it's it's a little pricey um but if you go to Trader Joe's that's like you know they have like the best prices or whatever but it it's a little pricey but it's so worth it um and I like the cinnamon raisin one it makes really good <laughs> and we just have a few more minutes so I just want to get in the um exercise piece of it so okay how how can we exercise? Like, you know, how can we fit in exercise during this busy, busy holiday season? What what tips can you give us? Um, well, see, I'm going to have to get well because I heard him say something I said that I was like, nobody should be doing this, but don't fall prey <laughs> to the old, I'll get back on it after the holidays. Right. Um, like I said earlier, you may need to modify your schedule, and that's okay. It's, it's It doesn't have to be all or nothing because that's like people's mentality around this time of year. It's like either I go hard or I don't do it at all. And if you can only make it to the gym, you know, two, I say three is great, but if you can only make it to the gym twice a week, um, you know, that's better than taking an entire season off or like two months straight, you don't go to the gym. Um, yeah. I say try taking fitness classes, um, you know, like group fitness classes, because really all you have to do is show up. You don't have to think. You don't have to plan. You don't have to do anything. You just show up. The instructor tells you what to do. You get a good workout. And at the very, 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 very least, um, you can plan a workout before you enjoy your holiday meal because, you know, our bodies are very sensitive to the insulin hormone post, post-workout. So yeah. we're more likely to use those extra sugar and you know, um, carbohydrates that we consume to help us restore our depleted muscles and the protein to repair our damaged muscles, especially if we, you know, do any kind of weight training. Okay. And also, can you please share share with everyone the additional services that you offer? Just um, basically, I know that you do a lot, but just, you know, give us uh, a brief overview of all of, of the services that you offer. Oh, okay, awesome. Well, 
Um, currently, because I know everybody has, um, you know, they want to get ready or they want to, you know, get back on the wagon, as I hear a lot of people say, um, I have the 90-day challenge, and that is um, that registration is open right now from um, from the 16th. It started all the way to the 31st, and basically the 90-day challenge is an online training program designed to help you get as fit as you can in 90 days. It's a three-phase program. Um, that's designed to provoke you out of your comfort zone, push you past your limits, and, and give you really good results. And um, if you want to know more about it, you can visit my website, and there's a fax PDF and answers all your questions. Um, the registration is going to close on the 31st, and we start January 5th, and it ends on the 3rd. And so you go to my website, um, com and download it. Um, you know, the the registration. I also do uh, cook-alongs, and I just posted a site where you can lighten up your mac and cheese for the holidays. Um, mm-hmm. you, can, you can download um, that recipe and also watch me cook it on, um, on my website. It's a YouTube video, and you can watch it directly on my website. Um, so that's what's going on. And you can, every, every month I post a, a brand-new healthy meal plan that you can download instantly. As soon as you, you pay it for it, it goes right to your email. And uh, and that's the in a nutshell. That's what we have going on right now. Okay, and Jalil, I know Jalil is being modest, but Jalil can also help you <laughs> prepare your body when it's time for um, what is it? I don't want to say weightlifting, Jalil. What is it like when you're bodybuilding? Well, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I do bodybuilding, but I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a competition coach. I don't. I don't get people ready for shows. I get myself ready. Um, I have a coach that helps me. So. <laughs> but I can get you fit if that's what you're looking for. That's a, a whole other, yeah. That's a whole other animal that uh, a lot of people like to think they're ready for. But uh, if you can't handle a night challenge, you sure won't be able to handle a contest. Right. <laughs> okay, Angelia, I would like for you to please just slowly um, spell out your website so that you know people can find you. Like you know, spell your name. And, I know that, you know, it's a moniker, but can you spell it so that when, you know, people go online and they um, go to search you or to, uh, you know, log onto your website, that they are spelling it, spelling your name correctly? Okay, sure. It's Jalil, that's J-A-L-I-L, Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, low, L-O-W-E, dot com. That's all one word, and uh, it's just my name. All one word, com. And also, please provide a contact number. Oh, you can reach me at 757-753-4156. And thank you so much, Jalil, for coming on the show. We would love to have you back in the future. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. She was good. She was great. Wow. Yeah. I got I wrote down a lot of information about her and yeah. about the things that she She's said. Awesome. Do you do you eat breakfast? Yes, I do. You know, I, do. I don't eat breakfast. And that was a good point. She was like, eat breakfast the way that you don't set yourself up to um to overeat. I never eat breakfast. I ate breakfast today, but that was because I was home early. But uh, I need to make it a habit to get up early enough to eat breakfast. And that and it, breakfast and that is true because I'll wait for lunch. I'll be so anxious for lunch that I'll overeat. Um, so probably if I would fit that breakfast in there. And then she also said that some drinks, I'm not a drinker, but one drink, some drinks could equal as much fat as what's in a, a whole meal. I did not know that. Yeah. 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 I did not know that. That was a great interview, great interview. And, next, I, and yes, I will say, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. And I just want to add, um, I have taken Jalil's 30-day challenge previously, and she is awesome. I still have more pounds to lose, but she uh-huh. is truly awesome. So I'm I'm, I'm touting her because I was it. one of her customers. Yeah, so I just had to get it together, that's all. <laughs> we should take it. We should take it. Together? Yeah, we should. I'm gonna need Ooh, some. I tell you, I need an yeah. accountability partner. I tell you, I I, okay. I need one. 
That's what okay. I need to do. But thank, yeah, excellent. But the next guest I've been waiting all week for, Miss Jacqueline Whitmore. She's a leading yeah. international etiquette expert, and she's the founder of the Protocol School of Palm Beach. She's been seen on everything from New York Times to USA Today, the Wall Street Journal. Um, Oprah Magazine's actually had her on, and now mm-hmm. she's on Let's Face It. So let's welcome to the show Miss Jacqueline Whitmore. How are you, Jacqueline? Great. How are you, Will? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for agreeing to come on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so let's get right into it. Holiday seasons are here. Um, been to a couple parties, have a few more invitations before the end of the year. Um, I, as you you may have heard earlier, I haven't bought any gifts, but I've gotten a lot of, a few gifts from clients. I'm a hairstylist. I'm full-time, so I've gotten a lot of gifts from clients coming in, some friends, things like that. Is it appropriate to re-gift? It is. It's interesting you mentioned you're a hairstylist. My mother was a hairstylist for more than 50 years. Wow. (laughs) So I actually grew up in a beauty salon. When I was a little girl, I used to go to the salon every day after school. And I remember specifically at holiday time, my mom would get all these gifts. And, of course, her favorite gift to get was cash because Uh she was raising my brother and me by herself. And she used to get all of these gifts, which some of them she could never use, some of them she didn't want, and how many kitchen towels does one person really need? (laughs) Exactly. So to your question, is it okay to re-gift? I believe it is. And there are some stipulations that go with re-gifting that make it okay. And one of them is... If you're going to re-gift something, then make sure it's an item that the person will want and use and appreciate. So if you're just re-gifting a coffee mug because you don't like it, the other person probably won't like it either. But let's say that somebody gives you a gift card to um, a restaurant and you think, well, hmm, I really don't need this. I'm going to give it to someone who will appreciate it, who would who could use a night out with his or her spouse or husband uh, right. or wife. Then it's perfectly acceptable to do that. Oh, okay. So as long as it has some value, because I guess the whole purpose in giving someone, you don't want to give somebody something that you don't even want. So Exactly. Just, just, right, right. Okay, I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and dump it or donate it if you don't like it or want it. But one of the um, tips that I usually tell people is um, take these gifts that you plan to re-gift and label them. Write down who gave it to you and when. That way you don't run the risk of re-gifting in the same social circles. For example, exactly. if your aunt gives you a gift and you don't want it, don't turn around and give it to your cousin. <laughs> oh, exactly. And then your aunt's over your cousin's house asks, you know, where did you get this? I got this from such and such. And then, yeah, it could be a mess. It could be and a mess. And you might want to let that. a little time go by, too. So anyway, I keep a closet specifically for my re-gifts. And I'll tell you the number one re-gifts are usually candles and picture frames and bottles of wine. But be careful with things that are consumable because a lot of consumables have expiration dates. And a, and a bottle uh, of wine might not be any good a year from now. Right, right, right. I'm I'm jotting these things down. That's right. Excellent. Okay, and so and you said your mother was a hairstylist. So how much do you normally tip, like, your hairstylist, the, the dog groomer, um, personal trainer? Well, What's one the, of the average amount? Yeah, one of the biggest questions I get is, do you tip the owner of the hair salon? Ah. Hmm. And... Why not? I mean, why not tip the owner of the hair salon? I mean, everybody appreciates a gift around the holidays. So this is what I did. Usually for someone who works in the service industry, it's the cost of one visit. So we all know that it can be costly to get your hair done, depending on where you live. And where I live is Palm Beach, 
and it, it could cost anywhere from fifty to a hundred dollars if I go in to get my hair done, and that's every Ooh. five to six weeks. So right. it 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 adds up. So I generally give about twenty percent every time I go in. Well, this week I went in. And I got my hair cut and colored by two different people because the same person doesn't do both. And I tipped not only my normal 20%, but I doubled it. So I felt like that was an adequate tip. And and I, I gave it to her by hand. I think it's really important to give the person the tip in person. And okay. what you can do is you can go to your drugs your drug store or grocery store and buy these envelopes that you can put gift cards or money in and and buy a few of those and any time you think you're going to gift money to somebody, just put the money in the envelope, write a little personal note and then give it to that person. So usually, back to your question, usually in the service industry, etiquette experts say it's the cost of one visit, but that can be a lot of money. Yes, <laughs> so it can. It's, tipping is just give what you can because yeah. if you tip everybody on the list, you're going to go broke. <laughs> so, right. But nothing's more fun than giving out money, I have to say. And I just want to share this story very quickly. But last week was the first time ever I tipped my garbage men. And I've wow. Always, yeah, I've always been spec, uh, just uh, – I've always wondered, well, should I, should I not? And But they were coming during the day this time. They come around 2 o'clock, not 5 o'clock in the morning, which I they usually do in many places. So I saw them picking up my garbage at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I ran out my front door with a tin of cookies, homemade cookies, and I gave it to one of them. And he just lit up, and then I said, is this your regular route? And he said, yes, it is. I said, hold on, I've got something else for you. So I ran in the house, and I had just been to the bank, and I got a lot of $10 bills, so I grabbed three $10 bills and put it in an envelope, and I gave each one of them a $10 bill. And you would have thought I gave him a pot of gold. He was just so ecstatic. Because he's not used to that. Oh, not my used to it. And, you know, where are you going to put a tip if you're tipping your um, the person who picks up your garbage? It's not really safe to put it underneath the lid. <laughs> so right, right. You kind of have to camp out or look look out your window and, and uh, watch them coming. So and you tipping, know what, Jack? Jack mm-hmm, go ahead. Some, some from someone who's in the service industry, he's going to remember that because I can definitely I can tell you clients from three years ago who brought in a gift or who gave me a special tip during the holidays, and not to say that you get preferential treatment, but you do get you know some special treatment. So I would I would imagine that you're going to reap great benefit from the gesture that you did to them. That oh was wow, great! I look forward. Yes. to that. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you will. You will. I, and and they're going to remember that. What I recommend is that. Okay, you can't tip everybody on the list, but make a list of the top five people you see regularly. And that could be your hairdresser or barber. It can be the the child's babysitter or school teacher. It could be the dog groomer or your personal trainer. But anyway, write down your top five people who make your life easier and write down how much you can afford to give each person. And then after you have... Um, completed that list, then think about who else you might like to tip. And those are the extras. Very valuable information. Now, I have a question. So, like with teachers, you can't, I guess it's not customary to tip a teacher. Is it okay to give a give a gift? Is that, you know, more in line with proper etiquette to give a teacher a gift versus like a, a card with money in it? Right. Um it's better to give the teacher a gift card um, or a gift that he or she will appreciate. So a lot of teachers like to read, and a lot of teachers also spend their hard-earned money on school supplies all year long. So a great gift would be a a gift 
card to a, a office supply store or their favorite bookstore or maybe a gift card to an online bookstore. Or if you think they like to be pampered, maybe you give them a gift card to their favorite restaurant. And if you would like to do something even more special and and make it more economical for yourself, you could go in with a group of parents and each one of you could donate like $10 each and the teacher could Mm -hmm. get a better gift. Hmm. And that probably could work the same like in the office place, like employees to present to their boss to go in together and buy. Well, we all know the boss really doesn't need anything. Um, (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) But a lot of people feel obligated to buy their boss a gift. So in that case, yes, why don't you go in with a bunch of other people who are willing, who like their boss, who are willing to pitch in a few dollars and get the boss something he or she likes or wants or collects. Huh, wonderful. Okay, so in gift giving, I know a lot of people feel obligated. If you give me a gift, I have to go out and get you something. Is that what you need to do? If someone gives you a gift, do you necessarily have to give them a gift in return? That's called the reciprocity rule, and that's that's just human nature that when someone gives us something, we feel obligated to give them something back. And it's not necessary to give a gift in return. However, if you do, that's nice. But if you don't, at least write a thank you note letting the person know that you acknowledge the gift, that you're grateful for the gift. Oh, okay. And my last question for you, I have a big party that I'm going to – it is the day before, well, the day before New Year's Eve, actually. But um, very important people are going to be there. Do you have any holiday party etiquette rules? Should I take a, a gift? Should I take a dish? Or what, what can you tell me that I need to make sure that I do at this holiday party? Well, usually you do bring a gift to the hostess, and that's a hostess gift, something small showing your appreciation. And I had a, a holiday brunch today. And it was very small. I only invited six people. And one person brought me a bouquet of flowers. Another person brought a bottle of wine. And another person brought some homemade lemon curd and some kitchen towels. So it was oh. a nice gesture. And so you want to bring something and or ask the host, is there something that you can bring in terms of food? And don't just bring a guest unless a guest is invited and this is this is a real huge faux pas that some people make is they're invited to a party but they'll bring a guest anyway and the guest isn't invited so make sure right. that if you can bring a guest that that's the person who is a, the best reflection of you and and find out what the dress code is of course and I'm I'm sure you dress very well because I've seen your that's website. Right. You're a snappy dresser, probably dress better than most. And Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have no problem in that department. And um, just have fun. I, there's just, there's so many things that people do that uh, they, they can, uh, they can do better. For example, mm-hmm. you don't want to drink too much. You don't want to spend, spend the whole evening standing around the bar or the buffet. You certainly want to mingle with other people and okay. be a good conversationalist. And by all means, write a thank you note to the host, thanking him or her for inviting you to the party. Excellent. And your book, you have a book, uh, well, you have two, um, The Business Class, Etiquette Essentials for Success at Work, and then Poise for Success. What is Poise for Success about? Poise for Success is my second book, and the subtitle is Mastering the Four Qualities that Distinguish Outstanding Professionals. And it's four qualities that I came up with that I feel that will separate you or me or anyone from the average person. And those four qualities are professionalism and presence and polish and passion. And if you have those four qualities, that will help elevate you to 
a higher level where you can outclass the competition. And etiquette, remember, etiquette is not being better than anybody else. It's not about being stuffy. It's about, my definition is about being more mindful of how your behavior affects other people. And presence, the presence that you possess is what really separates you from all the other people out there because I'm sure you've been to a party and somebody walks in a room and you can tell if that person has a really positive presence or a really negative presence. And and it's not just the way a person dresses, but it's the whole package, how he or she behaves and how they speak and how they talk to other people and treat other people. And... Presence goes beyond the surface. It goes more inward and and what that person's values are all about. So that's what Poise for Success is all about. Excellent. And your your web, I saw that on Amazon, but what is your web address so people can go to and see all that you have to offer, including the school? My web address is etiquetteexpert.com. And my blog is JacquelineWhitmore.com. Okay. And I'm also going to have that posted on Let'sFaceItRadio.com under the Friends to the Show page. So, Jacqueline, I want to thank you so much for coming to the show. And I was looking at your information on YouTube. You have so much to talk about, so I definitely have to have you back if you would. Great. Thanks so much, and happy holidays and Merry Christmas. You as well. Have a good evening. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Excellent information. Wow. Um, So, Kim, we're there now. We're there now. We get to talk about the good, good, good food. Some of the food food that may be a little fattening that that, um, Jaleel may get me for. I heard her say that she's going to get me for not working out. But um, (laughs) I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm going to reach out to her. Actually, I'm going to reach out to her and see um, what she can do. The whole thing about me is I hate the gym. I love to dance, I love Zumba, I love all that, but going to the gym and just walking and walking and not going anywhere, that really does not excite me. So the treadmill oh, is not my friend, but I definitely need to get that exercise in. So who's up next? Okay, so up next we have Deidre Blunt and Deborah Brampson. They are the owners of Now You're Cooking. Now Culinary You're Cooking, yes. yes. Yes, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So first, I just I just want to ask. So, can you tell us a little bit about now you're cooking? It's a culinary studio. Is it a school? Yes, it is. It's a culinary school, and we don't call it a culinary school because it sounds so serious. So we call it a studio because we want it to be fun, um, but also informative and educational as well. So it's based in Chesapeake, and we teach recreational classes as well as classes for professional chefs as well. Excellent. Mm. Excellent. Tell, us, tell us a little bit about your background. I know you guys are twins. It's Deidre Blunt and Deborah Brabson. So tell us a little bit about how you guys came, um, you ladies came into cooking as well right, as you take it. Deborah? Yes. Go ahead and take it. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know you could hear me. Hey. Um, <laughs> <I> w- <laughs> Hi. I am not a chef. Let me just go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> I was forced into cooking. Um, forced? Basically, yeah, absolutely. My sister has cooked for me all of my life. So I have, if I wanted a sandwich made as a kid, she would make it for me. That is just what she loves to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything she learned in culinary school, I learned from her. She Teaching is her heart. So, you know, she would learn it in culinary school, and then when I was home from college on break, she would teach me. And then I got married, and I had to cook for myself. And I was saying, Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I uh, I teach preschool, so I teach kids' classes. Okay. I teach all the little people. that That's my age group. So baking, um, just kitchen fundamentals and things of that nature is um, what what I do um, and be her sous chef whenever and do whatever she needs me to do. That's I thought everybody age. I thought everybody loved to cook, but I guess I was wrong. Ooh, I'm one that uh, some people I just like to eat. I, know. I like to eat. Yeah. 
Well, I, I figure if, if you like to eat, you want to eat well. So if you want to eat well, yeah. you need to learn how to cook. Ooh, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> well, um, I will say this. Um, I've been taught how to cook. Like my mom, like growing up uh, in the household, all of us, like myself, my sister, my, my, my brothers, we all know how to cook. But I don't know if my feeling is so I'm thinking because we were sort of made to cook. (laughs) And so now that, of course, I'm able to cook, I don't really care for cooking. So I don't know if I like develop a uh, aversion to it because of that. But probably I do cook. I do cook sometimes and um, I do know how to cook. So when I do cook, uh, sometimes people are sort of like shocked by it because I don't normally cook, but um, I do know, I do know, you know, to be healthier, you know, I should be cooking more than like eating out. But believe me, if someone says, Kim, you know, let's go here. I'm going, so I will go right. to a restaurant <laughs> before yeah. I get in the kitchen. That, that's right. just the real of it. But you know, um, there, there are a lot of people out there like that right now. They learn, they know how to cook, they just don't like it. And that's where my sister Deborah is. She appreciates it, you know, and she will do it. She will teach the little people, but Mm -hmm. to do it every day is not her thing. And, I, you know, a lot of people live for the holidays because they love to cook for a crowd, you know, 15, Mm -hmm. 20 people at a time, cook for days and things of that nature. So I tell people like that, you know, if, if cooking for a crowd is your thing, get a group of friends together and everybody bring one dish Enough to feed 20 people and divide it. Mm-hmm. That way you oh. have one meal for your, you know, for everybody for the week, and then you've got, you know, four or five days worth of food, and it will cut down your grocery bill in the long run. You know, because hmm. food is expensive. Good idea. That's a good idea. Um, what what type of cooking classes do you guys offer? Like, are you offering any type of, like, special classes? You know, be, I mean, being that we're in this holiday season, are you offering, um, you know, anything special? We, we've already finished up our holiday series in okay. November. We um, did a big series getting ready for uh, Thanksgiving and for Christmas, and it was called Act Like a Lady, Cook Like a Chef. And mm. basically ah. going through basic dishes that, you know, you may have seen your mother do or your grandmother do and did not um, know all the ins and outs of. And then we also ran a holiday boot camp. Um, but as we get so close to Christmas, people are so caught up in the hustle and bustle they kind yeah. of just laying low a little bit. So mm-hmm. we're going to um, close out our classes for um, this year. And then in the new year, we start with a series called Don't Sweat the Technique, which will be um, a series of classes where um, each Monday night you'll come in if you want to learn more about grilling or sauteing, frying, knife skills, just the, you know, the, the down and dirty particular things that a lot of people know how to cook but they want to be more efficient in the kitchen. So um, in January, they can get the specifics each week and pick the ones they really are into versus having to go and enroll in all of them and not be interested in all of the classes. And we're also starting the first of the year um, doing date nights on um, Friday night where couples can come in and cook together, and it can be a private class with yourself and the chef, or it can be a group of couples, let's say from a church or just, a, you know, friends or what have you, come together and cook, um, start with an appetizer and move to the entree and dessert, and then afterwards sit down to the table and enjoy a meal together. Oh, okay, now, nice. Deidre, I didn't hear you say anything about singles, so you're not having anything for singles? Like, I'm single? <laughs> You know, would you can, you know, just have like a little class for a single so you know, help, know. help us make our, do our speed dating around the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> we can work it out, Kim. Whatever you need, we can, work, we can, we can design a class for your needs. That's right. Yes, we can. We, we can send the candidates and everything. You know how to listener a listener message in and ask, um, well, basically, he said, how much? But are, are, are the classes reasonable for the the date nights? Yes, they are. They the date night classes are forty five per person, so that's ninety dollars for the couple. Um, okay. And basically, the way that I look at it is that it's very cost effective. Um, you're going to leave with a lot of great conversation, great recipes, a lot of knowledge. But you can go to a restaurant and spend that kind of money anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Come in and have some intimate one on one time. And our and our and our studio is so quaint that 
there really is no one there but you. So that we don't have to worry about, oh, well, we're being too loud and people are looking at us and all that kind of stuff. It's you, the chef, and your friends. Brilliant okay. idea. Brilliant. So, so what are some okay. holiday cooking tips that you can provide to the yes. listeners? Okay. Um, my first tip is don't try anything new. Oh. <laughs> Meaning if, if you haven't made it between uh, last year and today, do not try it this week. Now is mm-hmm. not the time. Be, yeah. Now is not the time. Go with the old faithful, right. and then next year, let, then you can start experimenting and trying new things. Also, okay. give yourself enough time to get things done. You know, everybody's in the grocery store grabbing that last container of sour cream or whatever. You already know what dish they ask you to bring. Go ahead and get the yeah. stuff so that we yeah. have it at home. Get it done <laughs> so that way you don't have to, you know, have to worry about it. And if you, and if you you know, are kind of shy about cooking or you're not the greatest cook, um, call someone, ask someone, someone to make something for you to bring to the party or, you know, lend wine, uh, non-alcoholic beverages or, you know, paper products or whatever else. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> whatever whatever your forte is. You know, don't don't travel too far out of your box um, to try to right. impress anyone because usually it's not going to work. Um, do you guys have, do you offer any trainings online, like any type of training, cooking classes, anything? Not yet. Coming soon. It's coming, it's coming soon <laughs> in the early part of 2015. That is that is our biggest push is to be able to offer the online training, which is yeah. very hard for me because I'm a people person, so I like to be hands-on and face-to-face with people. But I realize yeah. that um, with this digital age that we've got to have to go into the, to yeah. the uh, arena of, spending more time, and I want people to get the one-on-one because I want them to understand and to be able to rewind it and take it forward to be able to see exactly what we're doing. So that's coming. Yeah. It's coming very soon. Yeah, because that will, like, um, expand your your reach. Um, do you guys also, when you cook different meals, do you have, like, um, YouTube videos? Do you film it and, and upload it to YouTube? It's on the way. It'll Probably okay, by uh, March, by March of 2015. Okay, that's that's great. I have a question that's off the subject, off the subject, but I have a pen and paper right here. I do not want, and I hope my family is listening, I do not want turkey. I do not want any of that stuff that I saw for Thanksgiving. Can you give me some ideas that we can cook that are are, um, special event, holiday specific, but they they are not turkey. I do not want turkey. Mm. I do not want turkey. This is my fifth time saying it. (laughs) He want roast beef. He want roast beef. Give me some other ideas of dinner options for my family. Our family has always had seafood Christmas. Um, And this year I told my Mm. sister, I said, you know, I'm in love with the city of New Orleans. Um, if I could go there once a week, I would. It's just I just embraced it when I um, traveled there. But we're having a Cajun Christmas this year, and no, I don't mean everything is gonna be burnt because that's what my husband said. So that mean everything gonna be burnt, <laughs> you know. But we are going to incorporate all the flavors um, from New Orleans. So you know, from shrimp and grits to gumbo. All those kind of things because you know being in the area, I'll give the address later. Will um, being in the area, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> we have you know great seafood here, but um, the thing about uh, food from New Orleans, it takes time. You know that that okay. food cooks low and slow, so that's one of the things that we're going to incorporate. But I would say um, tenderloin, hmm. Deborah. Tenderloin, yes. Tenderloin, yeah. yeah. That's one of the ones we've added to our Christmas menu. And Mom had just asked me about an hour ago, are we having turkey for Christmas? No, ma'am, we don't eat turkey at Christmas, Mom. Well, what do we have? I said, we always had chicken. Mm-hmm. And that will be an argument. So when we have ham, but we always add beef tenderloin, and then we have shrimp and fried oysters and things like that. So turkey is, in our family is a Thanksgiving only. That's the only time I want to see them. So I'm with you, Will. Turkey Thank for Thanksgiving, so but we I like are, that Cajun. Yeah, so that's that's where we're going for for Christmas. We're going to uh, the Bayou, <laughs> so we're doing you know, jambalaya and things like that. There is, and it's going to be a I'm tough sell. So when you start, just start with one dish at a time. You know, don't don't change too much on them because they they're not going to embrace it. So what you do is yes. you just kind of slide in one dish at a time to win them over. 
Because if we don't have any fried chicken, I think we might have a protest. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We don't need any more protests right now. Yes. <laughs> no, no, we, no, we do not. that enough. Food is supposed to bring us together, so we're going to keep it friendly. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, ladies. Um, can you provide us with your location, your hours of operation, your telephone number, and your website? Okay. We are located in Chesapeake. We're located at 1128 North Battlefield Boulevard in Chesapeake. Um, it's right down by uh, Sam's Club. And if you go to GPS it, you have to put in North. If not, it'll put your way down in Hickory. Um, our website is now, you are, the two letters, you are cooking.com. Now, you're cooking.com. Our hours right now are, we're open in the evening from 6 p.m. until 10 p.m. on Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Um, what was the other question? Telephone number. Telephone number, um, 757-535-7151. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. I enjoyed talking to you. Thank yeah, you so much. And I'm definitely going to look into the date night. I'm going to look into the date night, and I'm going to find – Kim, I'm going to put you on the Internet. I'm going to find you somebody. Oh, no. We're gonna, we're gonna I know that. Don't put me on the Internet. <laughs> there, Will. <laughs> put her out there. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there, honey. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to do the date night. That sounds really, really good. I'm serious. Serious. So I want to thank you for um, giving us such great information. And thank you, We're going to definitely see yeah. you again in the new year. Yeah. Thank also, you. Thank you. Have a Merry Christmas. You're you welcome. Too. You too. Have a Merry Christmas. Great. Bye-bye. That was some good information. Really yes. Good information. Yes. Wow. Okay, well, next week, mm-hmm. the final week. Can you believe it's the end of the year already? Oh, my gosh. It's oh, wow. Time is going by so fast. Yes, already. Mm-hmm. So next next week is our final show of the year, mm-hmm. 2014, A Year in Review. Um. You'll be here with us, of course, um, and me, Nate, and probably, what, six or seven of our yeah. good friends. We're going to be here. We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the hilarious of 2014. So much happened um, mm-hmm. this year. So we're going to be talking about the things that touched each of our hearts, the things that really got us to move and got us to thinking, including, of course, Ferguson. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of things, a lot of great people we lost also in 2014 that we're going to talk about and get reflection on. Um, personal testimonies, lessons learned, some of our biggest regrets and mistakes that we feel like we made in 2014, and also our goals for 2015. And, you know, we're going to give our, our, our guests, our listeners, the opportunity to call in and also join the conversation. So it's going to be a great show. I'm excited about that. Um, and then... The week after that, that's me and you. Yeah. Start our new show every first Sunday Yay. of the month is going to be the Will and Kim show. Yes. Yeah. Um, starting January the fourteenth, and we have two new segments. Um, mm-hmm. Yours is Water for Roses with Kimberly Pitts. Briefly tell them what to expect from that. Okay, Water for Roses uh, is actually it's my commentary about life, like you know things that I've noticed. Um, uh, observations, empowerment, purpose, you know, and those and those particular, you know, areas. Actually, the name was uh, the Lord actually gave me the name. So the roses represent us, God's children, and the water is the shared knowledge and the wisdom. Excellent. Excellent. So look for that every first Sunday. Also, mm-hmm. my corner is going to be Image Matters with Will, um, answering your submitted questions regarding personal image for men and women, um, involving mm-hmm. fashion, style, hair, and makeup. So that's coming January the 4th um, yeah. and every first Sunday after that. Um, I want to thank Kim also for, you know, coming and doing this. And I can't wait till we're co-hosting on a regular basis. Um, we want to thank our guest, Jalil. What, what was your – go ahead and thank your guest. Jalil Lindsay Lowe. Mm-hmm. And also and- we have – Deidre and Deborah. So it's Deidre Blunt and Deborah Brampton. Yes, and of course, Miss Jacqueline Whitmore. I want to thank her. So I'm your host, Will Strayhorn, and say your name. I'm your host, Kimberly Pitt. Thank you. Yes, yes. Let's face it: in life, you're going to be faced with many choices, but the most important choice you will ever make 
is when you choose to be bold, be beautiful. Make the choice to be you. Thank you for listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and friends on the Survival Radio Network. Please be sure to visit us on the web often at letsfaceitradio.com for the latest in show information, including upcoming shows, special guests, spotlight interviews, as well as exciting, innovative ways that you can be part of the show. So tune in next week for real people, real topics, real talk. Let's face it. If you create